Dragonfly Tales, a story podcast with me, Leah, and Emily. Hello! And each episode we will tell you a story from around the world and share some fun and silly things with you. So everyone, it's 2022! 2022! Happy New Year! It's a new year with new opportunities, new adventures, and of course, Leo, lots of new stories. Oh, yes. So what are you looking forward to this year, Leo? Well, my birthday is on Saturday. That's right. How old are you going to be? 11. How did that happen? Yeah, 15th of January, you are 11. Should we do you a happy birthday now? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Leo. Happy birthday to you. Yay! What are you doing for your birthday? Well, I think I'm going trampolining. Brilliant. We like a bounce. And um, having some friends round, yeah. maybe. Fingers crossed for Fingers that. Fingers crossed. Yeah, that'll be great fun. What else are you looking forward to this year, Leo? Well, I'm also looking forward to September because I'm going into secondary school. <gasps> Big school in yeah. September. My goodness me. How do you feel about that? Well... I'm sad that I'm leaving my school, but I'm also excited to meet loads of new people. That's right. Loads of new people, new teachers, yeah. new building. Oh, gosh, it really is going to be a new start. Um, what else? You've been uh, learning something, haven't you? Oh, yes. For my birthday, I got a drum kit. Yes, indeed you did. And thankfully it's down at the bottom of the house. But still, you've been banging away at those drums, oh, haven't you? Oh, yes. You're really good. I'm really impressed. Thank you. So are you hoping to improve and get better and better this year? Yeah. That's so good. Yeah, lots of things to do, lots of things to practice, new adventures. Cool. 2022, let's have some. Yeah, bring it on, 2022. So, Emily, what's our first story today? Well, Leo, our first story is told by our guest teller. She's back from Story Story Podcast. It's the wonderful Rachel Ann Harding from Colorado in the USA. Woohoo! Yes, she's got a lovely story for us about a king and we'll also have a little fairy tale sponsor too. Would you like to hear Rachel Ann's story? Absolutely. So here she is with King O'Toole. King O'Toole and his goose. This is a folktale from Glendalough, Ireland. King O'Toole loved to hunt as much as he loved to breathe. As a young man, he chased game for days on foot. When he was a man, he chased game on horseback. But it wasn't long before age hunted him, and he grew old and stiff and was unable to continue hunting. Now, to say he was upset and disappointed about this was an understatement. He slipped into depression and might have gone hunting in the worlds beyond, but for a twist of fate... You see, one day, as he walked around a lake near his castle, out of the reeds tumbled a gosling. It still wore its little gray downy feathers, and the moment it saw him, she honked and began to follow him around like a greyhound. 
And despite King O'Toole's determination to spend the rest of his days mourning his youth, the goose charmed him, and they were inseparable. She grew into a fine goose with gray feathers and a red beak. She lived in the castle with King O'Toole, and he would go out every day. They'd walk down to the lake. She would swim, and sometimes she would fly around the lake, and King O'Toole's heart would lift to watch her swirl and cut capers in the air. She was likely a Catholic goose, for on Friday she dove for trout. But even geese are hunted by age, and in the span of a decade, the goose was as stiff as her master and could no longer fly around the lake or dive for trout. She could only waddle very slowly, and taking walks down to the lake was harder and harder for her. The king was broken-hearted, and melancholy once again set in. One morning as he was strolling along the edge of the lake, lamenting the cruel fates and what they had done to him and his precious goose, he crossed paths with a young man who greeted him. "'God save you kindly, King O'Toole,' said the young man. "'May I make bold to ask how your goose is?' Oh, "'She can no more fly than I can hunt, and my heart is sore and sad.' Realizing he was pouring his heart out to a stranger, the king looked the young man up and down. "'Who are you? What do you do?' The young man gave a broad grin. I make old things as good as new. Ah, a tinker, said the king. No, said the man. I'm no tinker by trade, King O'Toole. I have a better trade than a tinker. He paused and looked at the king with a twinkle in his eye. What would you give me if I made your old goose as good as new, if she could fly again? At the word of making his goose as good as new, you'd think the poor old king's eyes were ready to jump out of his head with excitement. He turned and whistled, and down from the castle came the goose, just like a hound, waddling stiffly up to her master, happy, wagging her little tail. The king patted her on the head and looked lovingly at her, and then back at the man. I'll give you whatever you ask, said the king. Would that be a fair bargain? Yes, this is a fair bargain I'll make with you, King O'Toole. Will you give me all the ground the goose flies over after I make her good as new? Without hesitation, the king responded, I will. You won't go back on your word, said the man. I swear, said King O'Toole. The young man picked up the bird made a sign of the cross over her head, and with that, tossed her in the air. She plummeted towards the ground, and then her wings snapped open, and she beat them once, twice, three times, and she was up, soaring over the ground. And then she flew like an eagle, cutting capers with the swallows. King Odua watched her fly. He clapped, he shouted, hooray. He, he was so happy, tears of joy fell down his face as he laughed and hollered. When the goose finally landed and waddled over, flapping her loose wings and honking her joy, the king stroked her soft head and said softly to her, Are you not the sweetest jewel in the land? And, and what do you say to me? said the young man. Will you make good on the bargain? 
I say that you've done your part of the bargain, said King O'Toole. And, and will you give me the land all the goose flew over? asked the young man. I will, and you're welcome to it, said the king, though it's the last acre I have to give. The young man calmed. He smiled and squared his shoulders and nodded slowly. King O'Toole, you're a decent man. Because of that, I'll tell you who I am. The king looked closely and still saw a young man. Who are you? I am St. Cavan, patron saint of Glendalough in Dublin, and I will found an abbey on the land you have given me, said the saint while blessing the king. Oh, queen of heaven, said the king, making a sign of the cross between his eyes and very stiffly getting down to his knees before the saint. Is it a saint? that I've been discoursing this time without knowing it? Yes, said St. Kevin. I thought I was only speaking to another man, said the king. Well, you know the difference now, said the saint. I'm St. Kevin, the greatest of all saints, though maybe not the humblest. And so it was, upon King O'Toole's land, St. Kevin built an abbey. And the goose, she had many more years of flying, and joyfully bringing the spirits up of the king. But old age hunts us all. One day the poor goose fished her last trout. Oh, the king was heartbroken, but he would not cook the goose, for she was his friend and had been blessed by a saint. So he had her stuffed, and she stayed by his side until the day he died, at which time the stuffed goose was given to the blessed saint where it remains in the abbey at Glenelach to this day. So, Leo, did you like Rachel Lamb's story? Yeah, I thought it was brilliant. What was your favourite bit? My favourite bit is how the relationship of the king and the goose formed. It was lovely, wasn't it? The, yeah. The goose following him around everywhere. And is the goose really still in that chapel? Um, you mean the Abbey of St Kevin at Glendalough? Well, that's actually a real place. Whether there is a stuffed goose there or not, I'm not quite sure. How about we go and check it out? Sounds good to me. And if you would like to hear more stories from Rachel Ann Harding and more brilliant fairy tale sponsors, just tune in to the Story Story podcast. I'll put all of the links in the episode notes. So I think it's time for some New Year shout-outs. Oh, brilliant. Who have we got this week, Leo? Well, firstly, here's a shout-out to Elia and Gayatri in Florida, USA. Hi, folks. Hi, folks. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Next, we have a birthday shout-out to Malachi and his sister Nula in Philadelphia. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday Malachi. And hi, Nula. Hi, Nula. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And thanks for listening. <laughs> Next, we have a shout out to another previous teller, Roby Joe in Islington. Hi, Roby Joe. Joe. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening. And here's a shout out to Jakey and Dylan in Brighton. Hi, Jakey. Hi, Jakey. Hi, hi Dee Dee. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening. Next, we have a shout-out to Astrid in Stoke Newington. Hi, Astrid. Hi, Astrid. Happy New Happy Year. Happy New Year. And finally, here's one 
for Leo, good name, and Luna in Denmark. Hi, Leo Hi, and Leo. Luna. Hi, Luna. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. And thanks, thanks for, for listening. listening. Oh, that was amazing. Happy New Year to all our listeners. And remember, if you would like a shout out, you can either let us know in the Dragonfly Tales Facebook group or you can email us at this new email address, emilydragonflytales at gmail.com. I'll put all of that in the show notes. But right now, we're going to head over to our fairy tale sponsor from Rachel Ann Harding. This podcast is brought to you by the fairy tale sponsor, Puss in Boots Shoe Shop. Who cares about the cat's pajamas when you can have the cat's fine footwear? Puss in Boots is an entrepreneurial cat and he knew his shoes and the right branding would take him anywhere he wanted to go. He walked all over the world to find the most perfect materials and his designer footwear shows the attention to detail. From faux leather to glass, your feet will never feel so comfortable. The Seven League Boots line will have you walking wherever you're headed with confidence and speed. Should you be planning to dance all night long, do try any of our glass heels with the 12 Dancing Princesses Seal of Comfort. And don't forget the slippers. They are so comfortable. He calls them slip purrs, and your feet will be as comfortable as a cat in the sunshine. All items in Puss in Boots Shoe Shop is Fairy Trade certified, and he takes all forms of payment, including credit card and rodents. Puss in Boots Shoe Shop. Let him make you a perfect shoe. That was hilarious. I know, I love the fairy tale sponsors. So, Emily, what's your story today? Well, Leo, my story is a tale from Japan. But there are versions from Malaysia, Korea, Africa. It's quite a popular tale. It's about a little white hare. Do you know what a hare is, Leo? Yeah, it's a bit bigger than a rabbit, isn't it? With long ears and quite powerful legs. And a short, stubby tail. Oh, yeah, about that. You see, it is said that hares didn't always have short, stubby tails. In fact, they used to have long, bushy tails. Is that true? Well, it might be. Uh, it might not be. So how do you think we should start today's story, Leo? Well, if you're going to be like that, then I think we should start once there was and once there wasn't. Excellent. Once there was, and once there wasn't, a little white hare who lived on a little green island in the sea near Japan. She had soft fur, sparkling eyes, twitchy whiskers, and a lovely long, bushy white tail. The hare was happy enough for a while, nibbling the grass, leaping up in the air, and darting around the whole tiny island. But soon enough, the hare had explored every bit of the island. She sat down by the shore and looked longingly across the sea to the mainland. How far away was it? Oh, it was quite far away. I'm bored, she said. Bored, bored, bored. Oh, I wish I could swim. If I could swim, I would head straight to the mainland. I bet it's wonderful there and very big. Lots to explore. But hares can't swim. 
can they? I don't think so. She needs a little boat, really. Yeah, or something, yeah. As the little white hare sat daydreaming on the sand, she noticed something floating in the water. It looked like a big log. It floated nearer and nearer to the shore. The little hare came close to the water's edge. What is that? The floating log came nearer and nearer. The hare leaned out to look, nose and whiskers twitching. Just then, she noticed that the log was looking at her. What? It has eyes? She backed away as the log reared out of the water, opened its jaws and snapped at the hare. Snap! It's a crocodile! It's a crocodile! The hare leapt out of the way just in time. Phew! Phew indeed. Oh, bother, said the crocodile. Come back here, hare, and get in my mouth. You must be joking, said the hare. And by the way, how dare you try to eat me, you nasty croc. The crocodile just grinned and swished his tail in the water. He looked very long indeed. Very much like a solid floating log stretching out toward the mainland. Oh, that gives me an idea. Does it now? Well, it gave the hare an idea too. Maybe your idea is the same as hers. Yes, she said. How dare you try to eat me? And she swished her long bushy white tail. I am the queen of this island, queen of all the hares. The crocodile just laughed. <laughs> queen of the hares, you wish. Now be a good girl and hop into my jaws. I'm very hungry. Well, that just shows how stupid you are, said the hare. I have many loyal subjects on this island. All the hares obey me. I probably have more hares on my island kingdom than there are crocodiles in the sea. Oh, don't talk nonsense, said the crocodile. Do you have any idea how many crocodiles there are hidden underneath the water? Yeah, I bet there's about, um, five. Five? Oh, you stupid hare, there are so many of us. We would stretch all the way from here to the mainland. Aha! Like a crocodile bridge! That's pretty risky, though. Mm. Well, said the hare, if there are so many crocodiles, let's see them. Fine! said the crocodile, and he disappeared under the sea. So I think I know what the hare is up to. Oh, do you now? Well, I think she'll make all the crocodiles line up in a bridge to the mainland. Oh, my goodness. What, and she's going to walk on them? Yeah, but you'll have to be quick. <laughs> the little white hare watched the surface of the sea, and soon crocodiles began to float up to the surface one after the other. They rose and rose until the water was covered with them. So many crocodiles stretching all the way from the island across the sea to the mainland. I told you. Yes, you're very clever. Finally, the first crocodile surfaced. There, 
What do you think of that? I bet you've never seen so many crocodiles. The little hare's eyes sparkled and she twitched her nose. No, I, I have never seen so many crocodiles, but I still think there are more hares. What do you mean? said the crocodile. L look, just look how many crocodiles there are. Well, said the hare, there's only one way to settle this. I shall just have to count you all and then we shall count the hares. Agreed? Agreed. Now I shall have to jump from one to the other. So tell the other crocodiles to move close together so I can jump on your backs. And no snapping. So all the crocodiles moved close to each other. They looked just like a bridge. A bridge of crocs. Stretching all the way to the mainland. The little hare jumped on the back of the first croc and called out, One scaly crocodile. And the other crocodiles shouted back, One scaly crocodile. The little white hare jumped on the back of the next croc and shouted out, scaly crocodiles two scaly crocodiles three scaly crocodiles three scaly crocodiles four scaly crocodiles four scaly crocodiles five scaly crocodiles five scaly crocodiles the hare leapt from one croc's back to another croc's back on and on sixty-two Scaly crocodiles! Sixty-two scaly crocodiles! Sixty-three scaly crocodiles! Sixty-three scaly crocodiles! Closer and closer she came to the mainland, counting all the while. Two hundred and eight scaly crocodiles! Two hundred and eight scaly crocodiles! Two hundred and nine scaly crocodiles! Two hundred and nine scaly crocodiles! Five hundred crocodiles, six hundred crocodiles, until finally she jumped on the back of the last crocodile, who was floating right next to the mainland beach. One thousand six hundred and forty-two stupid crocodiles. One thousand six hundred and forty-two stupid... Hey! The little hare leapt off the crocodile and into the air toward the beach. But just at the last minute, the crocodile opened his jaws and snapped at her bushy white tail. Snap! <laughs> and when she landed, her tail was no longer long and bushy, but... Short and stubby, like all hares' tails are now. The little white hare had made it all the way to the mainland across the crocodile bridge. Clever hare. It's a pity about her tail. It is a pity about her tail. Her tail had ended. And guess what? So has ours. The End So, Leo, did you like that story? Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. What was your favourite bit? Well, I like these stories that are kind of like origin stories and show how animals 
get their features that they have today. Mm. And I also liked how clever the hair was with her plan. Absolutely. That was quite a brave thing to do, wasn't it? To cross over the sea on the back of snappy crocodiles. Yeah. So that's it for this episode. Thank you to Rachel Ann Harding for her cool story and fairy tale sponsor. And we'll have another guest teller coming soon. And if you are enjoying our podcast, please, please leave us a review, preferably on Apple. And if you can, make a little donation on the website to keep us going. And thank you so much. You have been listening to Dragonfly Tales with Emily and Leah. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and we'll be back with another story soon. But until then, it's a brand new year. 2022. New story adventures for me and for you. Happy New Year! Our podcast is brought to you by Emily, Leo, and Andy at Dragonfly Tales. Search Dragonfly Tales on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at ndragonflytales and on Twitter at Emily Dragonfly. A Bridge of Crocs.